0: Step across the line Habitually He's a habitual
1: line stepper Whoa.
2: We're back baby Thank y'all for up, the love? Habitual Line Steppers Podcast I am Garrett Langley Henson
1: And I am Terry Ricardo Bachezo
2: The dude is in the house Thank y'all so much for joining us today. We have a great, great episode for you. We got a little bit of soccer. We got a little bit of basketball. We got a little bit of England acting a fool. We got referees out here tripping people. <laughs>
1: Terry, we got a lot to discuss, man. Let's get right to it. Yeah, man. Excuse me. Well, wow. let's step right into this. All right. Whole... What do you want to talk about first, man?
2: Let's talk about what we did not talk about last week. We promised we'd get around to it. It's the oh, yeah. news that everyone was waiting for us to talk about all year, all year. The Pacers fire Nate Bjorkgren
1: <laughs> and hire Rick Carlisle to replace him. Wait, so Rick Carlisle is going to the Pacers? Back to the Pacers? Well, hold on. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait. Of all the coaching positions that were open. Why Indiana? Like, is there any promise in Indiana? Or does he just like Indiana? Like, what the. You know, I don't understand. If you get the opportunity to coach TJ McConnell, I don't know if you could, like, pass that up. <laughs> I don't, man. Who they got? They got Sabonis. They're going to be good, bro. They got Sabonis. They got Turner. They got Nelson awesome.
2: Rodden. They got Karis LeBert. They got your boy from NC State who lit up Paul George in the bubble, TJ Warren. Oh, TJ. He- they got uh, McConnell coming off the bench. They got Justin Holiday and his extendo arms, and Aaron Holiday, his mm-hmm. brother. I just think that. You got Goga Bittaze, the stretch white guy from Europe.
1: He got Cassius Stanley from Duke, two way contract. Yeah, man. we're not talking about the fucking Evansville Broilers. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing that. This is what I think about that. Because I didn't even know he went to the the Pacers again, which makes no sense to me. Can he coach a team that's good? Like, why does he have to keep coaching, like, these underdog teams? Because he has like, to prove that he's, like, smarter than everybody, that he can get it done with no superstars and all this stuff. Nobody can get it done without any superstars. Oh, It was only Larry Brown who did it, but that team was full of really good – I mean, Ben Wallace is a Hall of Famer now because of the basketball Hall of Fame anybody can get into. It seems pretty easy. Yep, is pretty much – You know, Hall of Fame this Yeah. Game. I mean I mean if I had a choice between Dame Lillard in Portland or Indiana, I mean who else had it? Boston had a job open? Mm-hmm. Like I don't why wouldn't you go to Boston? Jason Tatum is an MVP type player, Jalen Brown's an all star. Well,
2: Terry, I'll explain it to you.
1: When's the last time sure. we saw Rick Carlisle in Indiana? Ooh. Was he coaching Reggie Miller and Jermaine O'Neill and then is the Palace? Yes.
2: Was Rick that it? Carlisle was the mouse of the palace coach. Now, what have we seen fans engaging in over the last month since they've been allowed to come back to games, Terry?
1: Clown foonery. Wrote
2: a whole goddamn article about it. Throwing water balls, dumping popcorn, yeah. all this other stuff. Rick Carlisle, he was like, listen, man, history doesn't always repeat itself, but it does rhyme. They're going to be throwing shit at the players? I'm going to take my ass
1: to Indiana where we're going to hold it down. Back with Steve Jack and yeah. Benai. Ah, you know what? That team is comparable to this team, kinda. In a in a in a in a way. It's not like they had like superstars like on the team per se. But I mean they were really good players. Like all those dudes on India, they're good. But I would just think that you need like this is the age of superstars, is it not? Like there's at least almost one or two great players on like the championship teams. Like the Bucks have to be honest. And Middleton's up there. He's like a cusp all-star player, like, all the time. And then you got Drew Holiday, who has been an all-star before, first-team defensive type dude. And then the Hawks got Trey Young. He's great. Clippers got two guys. You know, Kawhi's hurt. got Paul George and Kawhi. And then the Suns got Chris Paul and Devin Booker. And you think you're going to go to the finals or the Eastern Conference finals with Karis LeBert? No. I don't think
2: that's what he's saying. But it's like, I think it's – I'm gonna disagree with you here, man. I think anything that has a pretty yes. attractive foundation. They're all their starting five are like players that are going into their prime. Um they don't really have any over the hill type dudes that are like part of their core team. Brogan is a young player, Lavert is a young player, Turner is a young player, Sabonis is a young player, Turner and Sabonis have both been all-stars. Uh Brogdon and Lavert have been borderline all-stars. So You have four out of five solid starters. And if TJ Warren is your fifth option on offense, uh, you know, you're probably going to be pretty decent. Nate Bjarger was an awful coach for them this year. And, uh, you know, the locker room turned on. him. We we reported that uh, before the season ended, (laughs) saying that they were doing the one, two, three Cancun shit. And um, with some confident coaching and people like shortening the rotations, you add one more player to draft I could, I could very easily see the Pacers
1: being a top four team in the East next season. Possibly. I mean, I'm not saying it's bad. I just thought that there was like better options. But I mean, Rick Carlisle is just always going. It seems like he's just always going to be the guy that has like the under the underdog team. Well, that's just where he, what he wants. I get all the credit.
2: If he goes to the Celtics and Brad Stevens and he wins the championship there, all the talk is going to be how Brad Stevens' fingerprints are all over this team. And he coached them up at the moment, and then he went upstairs to the GM and started buying the right groceries, uh, you know, to put the perfect team together. And so it would be all people oh, kissing oh. Brad's dick and not Rick. And he's like, "Hey, man, if I'm gonna get to oh. the finals, everyone's gonna recognize it because of me. Fucking Rodgers sucks, LaBert <laughs> sucks. We got no All Stars.
1: We're here because of me, Rick." I don't, I don't know about all that. I don't know about all that. Why do you but think Ron is
0: he always I mean, has to prove
2: he's the smartest just, dude in the room. There's been a lot of people. But fucking Rondo. Rondo always has to do that. That's why did. like didn't get along. Rondo was like, wait a minute. I'm the, <laughs> I'm the person who's supposed to take a bunch of scrubs and get knocked out
1: of the playoffs. Not you. So, like, here, here's my thing, though, right? He always gets credit for being, like, this great coach. How many titles does he have? And how long has he been a head coach in the NBA? He's been head coaching since Detroit uh-huh. in two thousand one, and I don't think he wasn't the head coach no one. I think he's been the head coach since like oh seven, or like maybe 03. I think he went to the Pacers in like oh three or so. So from like oh three to two thousand twenty one as one great. It's pretty great. How many? How many did George years? Carl get in twenty years, Terry? I ain't never said he was a good coach. You've heard plenty of players say that this he's a, a horrible coach. I've heard DeMarcus Cousins say he's a horrible win. coach. He's a bad coach. You gotta win in the playoffs, son. Who cares about this that is hard season is what I'm saying.
2: If you get one championship in 15 tries, that's a really good ratio. Most people don't
1: get any fucking championship. If he's, a, if he's such a good coach, and he knows he had Dirk for like a good majority of his career, and they won the chip when you had a great player. You got to go to a team that has another great player. You
2: Dang, just left Luca. This, this is the other mm-hmm. thing I'll say about Sabonis. We have no idea how good Sabonis is going to be. Uh I'm I'm going to be on the record early on this. I liked him going in the draft. He hasn't had competent coaching the entire time he's been in the NBA. He was on the Thunder for a what? season with uh your boy who's now in uh in the Wizards. Then he gets traded to Indiana. Mm-hmm. He has yeah. Nate McMillan who, for all of his strengths as a motivator, is pretty weak in X's and O's, and instead you've been playing him at power ah. forward the whole time uh, with with Turner yeah. at uh, at center, and so he's a c- he's a fucking center. center. What do you think, the- Terry? He's a seven foot white guy.
1: So we trade Miles Turner off yes. back. That's they, what we They doing? should
2: have flipped him to the Celtics and got a fucking great pick uh, in return for that shit because they were desperate for Turner. Basically. But but, yeah. but my point is this: he's never been put in a position that maximizes what he does well. He's always had to like be a cog in the machine that fits in around everyone else. I think with Carlisle there, we finally got get you. to see what the bonus looks like unleashed. And to me, that's a dude who's a top five passing big man in the league. Is a guy who can hit threes and free throws, yeah. defend vertically at the rim. He's a guy who checks a lot of boxes for me. Um, Nice, no, he's, he's a really good. I definitely player. would he expect a really to see player. him take his game to the next level uh, next year on Carlisle for sure.
1: No, you're right; he is a really good player. I mean, if anybody can make a you know an above average player good, a good player It's very good, or a very turn good Deshaun Stevenson
2: great. into an MVP.
1: <laughs> it is Rick Carlisle. He, he's a good coach. I'm not saying like he's this big great coach, but like yeah, he's a good coach. If it, honestly. Honest to God, if it wasn't for LeBron having a freaking anxiety attack for four games, Riccardo would have no chips. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Are
2: you saying that body is better than Deshaun Stevenson? Is that what you're saying right now?
1: (laughs) Something like that. But, hey, look, look, Sabonis, he could look very great. You might be right. I'm I'm going to call it right 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 now. Early prediction.
2: Pacers finishes a top four team in the East next season.
1: Top four? Say
2: what with Top, top, top four. three. four. Can't leave out the Hawks. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, the I mean, we'll see what the Hawks are. Is the Hawks roster really that much better than the Pacers roster?
1: Uh, I mean, you got an all-star
2: starter. That's the, the main difference, is the difference between Trey and Sabonis. But the rest of
1: the roster is pretty similar. I mean... I mean, you got four good players. So I guess it's pretty even. You got four and four good players. But I mean, the difference is there's better young bench talent, yeah. I guess, for like the Hawks. Like the Pacers bench was, you got the Holiday guy, and then I don't really like their bench, you know, other than him. And I mean, Holiday well, I, even started. I'll tell you some another thing, Terry.
2: Like, you know, you move Holiday, if I, if I were <laughs> you move Holiday up to the uh, starting five. So he's the fifth option in the starting five. Then you get your boy uh, from N.Z. State coming off the bench as the sixth man. T.J., you know, get up about fifteen a game if you want. That goes your scoring punch
1: right there. Uh, off the I hate to burst your bubble, but T.J. Warren was only good in the bubble, so. Uh, <laughs> There's not really much we can do with that guy, TJ. We're going to have to move him. If I – yo, I would have moved him as soon as the bubble's over. Like, yo, I got got a 28 – yeah, I got a 28-per-game score on my squad. He's ready to break out. Like, you know, let me get whatever you got over there, Jalen Brown.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I think that's probably enough Pacers talk. That's probably as much as any national media podcast has talked about the Pacers this entire season. So (laughs) you're welcome, Indiana. Now let's uh fly across the country to another spot that we thought Rick Carlo was gonna wind up, which is Boston, where Danny Ainge, Dealer Danny stepped down and Brad Stevens stepped up to replace him as GM. Uh what's you thing yeah. about Brad Stevens like snatching the throne from, from Dealer Danny? Uh I mean
1: It was very strange to me because he had such a shit season being the coach. Like, I don't know. Like, it's hard to say because Danny Ainge made some horrible trades and the players he got, the the free agents, like, they're really bad players. And even for Brad to have a decent record, like, as a coach, I don't know. He's a really good coach, but when do you ever see somebody have a shitty season and then they're like, "Oh yeah, let's get—he's a GM. Let's make him a GM. The exact uh, next year, like it is. Thank you for. It doesn't asking, make any Barry. sense to me. the The year was
2: 2015. <laughs> the team was the Atlanta Hawks. Our GM, Danny Ferry, had just been fired for calling Luau Deng an African salesman who puts the nice stuff in the front, and <laughs> then sells you the cheap shit out the back. <laughs> and we're coming off uh, mm-hmm. losing to the Wizards in the first round of the playoffs, uh, the White Howard's only season, and we decided we don't need to hire a new GM. Let's just promote Mike Budenholzer so he can be the GM and the coach. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> One month later, we draft Adrian that never Payne. Works. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's the
1: wrong pain. What a bust he was from fucking Michigan State. But, yeah, Brad Stevens being a GM, like, now, with that granted, with that being granted, right, he did trade Kimba, like, a week and a half in of being a GM, which is probably one of the greater moves he's done, and honestly, probably the best move that he could do better than Danny H. I'm sorry, wait a minute.
2: Because he watched Kimba play, and he was like, he ain't got it. How did I miss this?
0: Where
1: did he get traded traded to? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you know what? I'm Have to do some facts on that, but I love got, Brad. They Steele's got rid of Kimba. Bro, he's gone to
2: the radar. Traded an All Star, and nobody even knows where he got sent to. It's because Kimba,
1: he, his knee was just killing him all season. I mean, if anybody would know who's good yeah. and who's not, it's literally the coach who year I know who's good. But so, I mean, he knows. Let me see. Point guards with yeah.
0: <laughs> Who? It's take like the rocket surgeon to figure that <laughs> uh, out. Huh? Let's see. Let's see here.
1: Ah, Oklahoma City. That's right. They traded him to Oklahoma City. So he's going to get rerouted. And the you wonder who they got.
2: Or he's going to play 10 games and then sit on a bench
1: like Al Horford did. Probably. Well, they, they traded him for they a 2021 a, what, first whoa, whoa, whoa. round pick. I'm sorry. Who got the pick? <laughs>
3: The Celtics got the pick.
0: No they didn't.
1: Boston Celtics trade Kimball Walker and a 2021 yeah. first round Yeah, of the I was like
2: nobody would oh, give a pick shit. to get Kimball yeah. Walker. You'd have to You'd have to
1: give a pick up to take him. Yeah. Oh, there it is. There it is. So they got oh, the Celtics shit, get Al Horford, Moses this is Brown. The
2: ingredient. Now they're going all yeah. the way now.
1: Moses Moses Brown oh, in a so 2023 the real second Joseph round is pick. Is Moses
2: Brown. For everybody who didn't watch the Thunder this year, which is everybody who's a fan of that NBA, <laughs> <laughs> Moses Brown was like a <laughs> top five recruit in high school, a five star dude who was expected to go in the lottery his whole life, and then fucked around and didn't get better. Mm-hmm. Wasted on the end of the bench in Philadelphia, and then, but every time he played, he played well. Kind of like uh, your boy Rashawn Holmes in Philadelphia. Yeah. He finally gets his uh, grade yeah, yeah. to OKC this last year and plays really, really well. Showing lots of flashes of potential uh, on the worst team in the league. So Celtics fans, that's what you should be getting excited yeah. about. I know Al Horford is a big name, but Moses Brown is better than any big man y'all had on your whole roster right now. Soft serve. Fucking has gone to Charlotte. You got Kelvin Johnson,
1: you got a whole bunch of dudes who fuck it suck. Moses Brown is gonna help. <laughs> yeah, and then and then we can we can say this. If anybody 2021 has shown us that if you look like you were washed the year before, you're probably not that washed. Yeah, I was about to say Batoon is the, Batum. the worst one. <laughs> He's the number one. He was the number one dude. He looked like he didn't give a shit about basketball. This
2: is the first boy? time I've seen him play. And who's who's, who's the other guy, man? Like in three seasons. I get mine the fast way. Ski mask way. <laughs> learned that from uh, Nick 49 cent. Between. Hell yeah.
1: And the other the other motherfucker is Blake Griffin. That's the dude. He was mm-hmm. playing like complete garbage. Like Detroit just sucked all the life out of him. Then he goes and. No talk. Pun- huh? No yeah. dunks the whole zero. Season. Which is crazy. Blake Griffin, zero dunks? But yeah, he dunked all over Giannis's stupid ass.
2: <laughs> he dunked all over my stupid ass, too. We came on the podcast, and we were like, if you think Blake Griffin is going to be making a difference for the Nets, you haven't watched basketball. Yet. Yeah, you he did. He's not. He can't play anymore. I
1: mean... What are you supposed to do but, like, analyze what you see? What am I supposed to say? Like, oh, no, he's going to get rejuvenated. I mean, you could say that. But, like, <laughs> he he looked bad. Like, what am I supposed to say? I don't
2: know. How was I supposed to know that Nick Batum was in a three-year hibernation <laughs> <laughs> he
1: was waiting to come out and kick ass in the playoffs yeah, again? Yeah, I don't I, know. Whatever. Who cares? Who cares? But, yeah, Kimba's gone. Kimba's gone from Boston. Uh Brad Stevens, that's his big first move. Got Al Horford back. Did the Giannis stopper
2: in the we could use him back in Atlanta, man. Because we can't, we don't have anyone who can stop Giannis. John Collins looks like Trey Young trying to guard Giannis.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't know. That's weird. Y'all are like the only team that just yeah, can't figure out the Giannis can't do anything but dunk.
2: No. Well, wait a minute. Let. Let's start. Let's talk some Eastern Conference finals. I think we've had enough of the Celtics. Yeah, go ahead. The thing that Giannis is doing is like what we've been calling him for to do the whole time. He's just finally doing it against yeah. the Hawks. He's not bringing the ball up the court. He's not running all the pick and rolls. Oh. He's not taking dribbled in the threes. He's getting the ball on the block extended and facing up, taking one, two dribbles. Just like I've been calling for him to do his whole fucking career. Yeah except now he chooses to do it against the
1: Hawks. Well, yeah. He, he, what about done, man? <laughs> he looks great, man. He, he does look great. I'm not going to sit here and say, like, I didn't want him to, like, extend his range and, you know, ha- handle the ball a little better, do some shit outside. But it looks like you can't shoot. So when you can't shoot, you stop shooting. It's pretty simple. I think his brother talked to him. He was like, hey, man, you – Stop. <laughs> Stop shooting shots. Dunk the basketball. You're six eleven and you jump high. John Collins can't guard you. Clint Capella's too slow. Take it to the paint. man.
2: Regular Kongwu is the only person who can, but is on the bench the whole game. <sighs> man, every time he's on Giannis, he has a great play. You see the one where he like Giannis is about to like shoulder bars him down, and he just ripped the ball right out. Yeah, bench.
1: but I, I think he's too young to play. You know, like thirty eight minutes. You know, in the playoff game. That's no, you're you know you go get your feet wet right now. Clint <laughs> Capella is not missing. The Gardenia. Well, honest. I mean you can stick s- him on. You, a you're seat down. Seat. You're down three one. You can might as well throw in the kitchen sink. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. We're down two one. Asshole! All right, we're down two one. <laughs> you can, I mean Trey Young's questionable, bro. Come on now. It's a bone bruise, bro. He'll be. Fine. I'm not counting out the three one, like I said. <laughs>
2: I'm not. Cat- Listen, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's not looking too good. I'm not coming down either. But I believe. I believe the Hawks will. You be are sure not.
1: in the Sixers years. You guys day. are not the We Believe Hawks. Okay. We are. We literally are the We Believe Everybody Hawks. Everybody just keeps getting hurt. I don't know what to tell you. Hey, hey, look. If Giannis gets hurt, then we'll be talking about some We Believe Hawks. Or somebody did some fucking voodoo down there in Atlanta.
2: No, we still believe, even though Trey is hurt, even though we don't have the second-best player on the team, we still believe. We got to the conference finals. How far do we believe Warriors get? Second round. But they swept
0: the champs. Not the champs. Yeah. They swept the
2: number-one seed in we, MVP. We beat the number-one seed who had the rightful MVP if he had played all Come the on. games. And we did it with a
1: shorthanded roster. If you – Missing our three best defenders. If you swept somebody, then we could have some conversation. Now, look. No, there's no, no,
2: no. What's more impressive, Terry? Beating the number one seed and making it to the conference finals or winning one round of the fucking playoffs? Hey, that shit was exciting. What What do you want me to tell you? Baron Davis dunked all over somebody. That shit was wild. Hey, would you rather be
1: excited for 10 days or a whole month? As a fan of the Hawks, yeah, I'd be more excited. For like a month. But here's the thing. Yeah. I can't come down right now, bro. I
2: don't <laughs> care. Even if, even if we lose the rest of the games, this has still been the
1: greatest hog season of my fucking life. No, I, I like, got you. I understand. No, here, here's the thing, though. It is nostalgia. Like I always say, people love nostalgia more than they love what the fuck's going on now. For some reason, the fish gets bigger every time you tell the story. You know how it goes. But mm-hmm. I will say from like watching those old school games, the crowd was absolutely insane. You know what I'm saying? And then, at the same time, you guys are a 5-seed opposed to being an 8-seed in the Warriors. If you guys are like a 7- or 8-seed, not like, damn. We believe. Well, I mean, imagine if you want- beat the Sixers in the first round. You beat them
2: 4-1. First of all, first of all that 7-8-seed shit doesn't matter anymore yeah. since the fucking Pacers were the 10-seed and they were the one in the playoffs. Yeah. So don't even give me that 7-8-seed shit. No, we
1: doing of all,
2: second of all, we were, in, we were in the 11th seed fucking two months ago, coaches. Jerry. It's a totally different coach. All right. We were still all the way out of the playoffs in the Eastern Conference with no all-stars on the team or all any all-defensive players. Don't tell me this ain't the We Believe Hawks because it is. And we're soaring. We are soaring. Fifth.
1: Plead the fifth. You're the five seed, man. It's not like a huge surprise. Yeah, you beat the Knicks. Good shit. Joel Embiid tore his meniscus. What do you want me
2: to say? No, no. Not a huge surprise. Nobody even picked us to beat the Knicks, Gary. The PN writers, 16 out of 17 picked you, the, for the For the
1: what? Sixers, 17 out of 17. It's a new era. It's a new era. Fox Sports 1 is the new ESPN. Shannon Sharp, your boy.
2: I've been I've been converted. I'm not gonna lie.
1: Like, Shannon Sharp picked him.
2: You know, Max Kellerman is my boy. And Max, I still love you, so man. I haven't given up on you. But they, he he needs a partner that's worthy of debating him. Stephen A. Smith just gets up there and says a bunch of emotional, loud shit that like really has nothing to do with sports. Yeah. And then Max is like, "How am I even supposed to like rebuttal that?" That you're talking about, like how he feels
1: like in his marriage and his home life, yeah. like they pass the ball out of bounds out of a timeout. Stephen A. Stephen A. is more of like an entertainer, you know. He's 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 bigger. He puts he's e he, he's bigger than first take though, you know. He's in the E transfer, now <laughs> Nah, he's just big. He's bigger than first take now, bro. I mean, if you really think about it, like he's over this debate show shit. He has his own show now, like. Yep. He's always had the radio show, which I've never really listened to, but it's still entertaining to hear. Who would you put on with Max then, if you could choose anybody? Max Kellerman. First take. First of all, no disrespect to Jalen Rose, but Molly Karam has got to, you got to get a new host. you got to get a new host. She keeps interrupting all the time for no fucking reason. The shit's pretty annoying. I like her on, like, the football shows. She's a good host. But for some reason, on first take, she just keeps interrupting them all the time. And it's not, it's I don't know why, but why. I don't I mind it a lot more when she interrupts than like when Carrie
2: Champion interrupted. Like when Carrie Champion interrupted, I'd be like, "Guys, shut the fuck up!" Like, <laughs> you better get some knowledge right now. When Molly interrupts, I'm like, nobody gives a fuck about the
1: Giants. <laughs> yeah, she does talk about the Giants, a lot. but not the thing about. I don't want to get dive too deep, but we always do the shit. It doesn't matter. Kara Champion knew her lane. She didn't grow up in sports. She wasn't like this sports analyst. She was just a host for like random shit until she got into ESPN. So she was like, I'm not about to interrupt them. I barely know what they're talking about. So she was She was chilling. Molly, when, when Molly interrupts, it's not that her points aren't valid. But like, we're not, you're supposed to be the host. You're supposed to transition the shit. Like, you don't hear Ernie Johnson interrupting Charles Barkley and Shaq and Kenny Smith. And he's got Emmys. The motherfuckers got Emmy. <laughs> Emmys for getting the fuck out the way and saying clever shit in between the breaks. Molly, stop interrupting with your points. We don't care about that shit. You're supposed to be a host so first take and get an Emmy. There's no excuse why Stephen A. shouldn't have a fucking Emmy for first day. He's been on the ship for like seven years. No. You back? Oh. Fuck. <laughs> you
2: <good? laughs> but you understand what I'm saying, though, right? Nah, no, you cut out. Where, where did I? Where did it stop at? You were saying something
1: about uh, she don't know how to stay in the lane. Shout out to LeVar Ball. But, yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, like, Ernie Johnson is perfect, bro. He doesn't interrupt Chuck and Kenny and uh, Shaq when they're saying some shit. He's got Emmys. All you got to do, let the dudes go back and forth. Like, there's no excuse for Stephen A not having an Emmy for fucking first take. They got the numbers. They get people to watch. Millions of people watch that show every morning, bro. He's been on that show for six years. We watched first take during a pandemic when there's no sports going on. Stephen A. was entertaining the shit. I couldn't I couldn't say the same thing for Shannon and Skip. I mean, they even canceled the shit for a couple of weeks. Uh who should go with them? Whoever works at ESPN. I would say maybe like No, 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 no.
2: Fuck that shit. Anybody.
1: Anyone but Shannon. He you not work? Can't yet. say Shannon. I was funny. about to say like um Jay Will. I like Jay Will. I
2: like Jay Will. Yeah. You know, or bring you know, back you know, Michael Smith. Yes, that's what the fuck I was gonna say. Yeah. You read Have, my mind, Terry. Do you watch that show You're on NBC Sports? I know. <laughs> Hell no. You watch that shit, brother the No. <laughs> fuck NBC. <laughs> Why would I watch NBC? What am I? That Premier old? comes
1: on NBC Sports, man.
2: Bro, Premier League comes on ESPN Plus and all the yeah, other right. too, bro. Paramount Plus,
1: Champions League. Hey, anyway.
2: yeah, you know what I'm saying, listen, <laughs> yeah. well, Peacock. I'm not doing it. There's too many fucking things. I can't have ten subscriptions just yeah. so I could watch one. Sport. Nah, it's it's a little wild. It. It's a wild. But I'm glad you said Michael Smith. Yeah, he'd be the fucking perfect person to put on it. Yeah, no disrespect. He would be absolutely. Who I was
1: gonna say ingest? Uh, Hughie Brown. I mean, I'll, yo, as much as I like Hubie Brown's analysis, he looks like a scarecrow now. He looks so old now, bro. I mean, good lord, man. And he, he sounds does. even older. I, I like. I do like his analysis. He's like if Paul George picks the ball out of
2: the peach <laughs> basket,
1: I, I, he's got a radio face, though. I ain't gonna lie. He's definitely he's got a radio face these days. He's, like, he's looking he old. He's got a
2: dust bowl face. You know that picture that oh. those two farmers from <laughs> the dust bowl <laughs> to the yeah, I work? Know, I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. Today.
1: Oh my god. But yeah. yep. <laughs>
2: That's actually Rick Carlisle. What's that? <laughs>
1: Jim Carrey looking.
2: Right. Oh man. Well, in the Western Conference... Uh, Pandemic P turned into playoff P <laughs> turned into polyester P turned into fucking yeah. Georgetown. <laughs> the, the vacillations of Paul George last night dropping 40 points, yeah, winning the game against the Suns. God, that was up cool. in CP3 to the he ground. It wasn't an offensive foul, well, but he did nudge that.
1: It's not, he. he ain't crossing.
0: Now, before we go in, Terry.
2: I'd like to take this opportunity to invite everybody to check out my Wednesday Spotlight that I wrote last week on Paul George. Now, if you did not read my Wednesday Spotlight, not only are you an illiterate buffoon, but you also missed out on the fact that I wrapped it up saying, will the real Paul George please stand up?
0: Okay.
1: He's He's definitely standing. standing. He may be on it. did Let's you see? You saw that little stat that they have on him now. The first 18 games, the first player to score 20, not the first.
0: Oh, in playoff in each playoff uh,
1: game. Yeah, because it's, like it's like never. You, it's the rare error. It's Kevin Durant did it twice? Michael Jordan did it three times, and then it was somebody else okay. who scored. I can't remember though. Yeah. No. Trey Young. One Trey? He hasn't had less than 20. I don't know. I'm not sure. But has he played I don't think he's played 18 he hasn't games? Had straight 20 though, 20. Yeah.
2: Nah, he hasn't. There are two games that so have there's, the, there's the thing. But he
1: he'll probably be a part of that class too.
2: Yeah, man. Listen, watching the game last night, this was less about the Clippers for me and Paul George. And <laughs> for me, it was more about Chris Paul. And you know I'm the biggest Chris Paul fan in the world. But last night, dude and Chris Paul has a tendency to do this sometimes, <laughs> it's too much Chris Paul shit where you're trying too much to survival. bait people into doing something. Sometimes sometimes you need to just play the game straight up and stop yeah. trying to bait people on every possession. I thought he kind of got out of his yeah. game trying to try take people out of there. Do you game reward Patrick Beverly for, for that? Or, or is,
1: I mean, Chris Paul just does this, though. Like He overthinks like sometimes he just overthinks shit, you know? Like, he's just doing too much. Well, yeah, he does a lot, and it's because he's so advanced, and he
2: expects to get these calls yeah. from the refs that he's never going to get. Like, uh, I, on one, he, like, flopped on an inbounds pass. Yeah. Where he was, like, the inbounder. Like, DeAndre Aiden came to, like, kick <laughs> him off the ground. Like, bro, yeah. get the fuck up. I, let's I go. Know. Like, it was, it was a lot of, like, I'm going to try to deceive the refs and trick the defense into doing this stuff. It, it reminded me a lot of, oh. you remember with Houston, where he tried to bait the Warriors into shooting, or into foul him, mm-hmm. and he mm-hmm. shot that half-court shot and yep. wasn't fouled, and then they yep. got the rebound he did and the went right back the other way?
1: He and did the same all, thing a a when he was playing with um, the Clippers. He did the same thing. I think you're probably talking about that moment. I don't know if he did it with Houston, but he did it when, he did it when he was playing with the Clippers.
2: This is unbelievable.
1: He just keeps cutting yep. out. <laughs> but yeah, oh yeah he, he he just keeps doing that dumb shit I don't understand why he keeps doing it but you know what I the biggest takeaway for me like in the game he can't shoot threes it's like when he goes outside of eight like if everybody just watches him shoot outside of 18 feet it looks like it's like the hardest shot for him I think it might be the shoulder or something but it really looks like he's forcing it like a Hard son,
2: it, it definitely is the yeah, shoulder. Shoot. Dude, you know, CP3 can stroke that, like, he's a good, good point shooter. And, and as soon as he gets into his perfect little mid range nail area, mm-hmm. all that like pushing motion that yeah. you see goes away, and it does look fluid. But to your point, it really does look yeah. like he's trying to, like, I mean, it, it could be the shoulder, and
1: also, I mean, it could be a little bit of that COVID factor, you know, even though, like. You know, even though they were saying he's asymptomatic and he got could be. his uh Kobe shot or whatever, so he really didn't get like much of anything at all. You know, it could be some fatigue from not playing for a couple games. Being being isolated. Yeah. And
2: yeah. Has yeah. Beverly some credit too. Uh who's been up in the grill Well there's a terrific, there Chris Paul is a perfect a person
1: for Beverly to guard. Like we I keep thinking that just because you can play great perimeter D, that doesn't mean that Patrick Beverly can guard like these six, seven wings that they keep trying to get him to stop. Like he can stop somebody.
2: That's because he ripped LeBron one time while he went oh. to go shoot. Like you're play, not even that strong either. Him all that's all what time. I like.
1: He's a he's just scrappy as hell. He's a scrappy dude, and he plays great defense on guards. Like six five and below, that's where I want Patrick Beverly. Six six and above, Paul George. That's pretty much it. And you gotta
0: Yep. But Paul yours don't want to be the Well, I mean now, player. yeah, he's gotta, he's be gotta
1: do a safety lot more. helper.
2: But now that Kawhi's
1: out, it's like a little bit, a little bit. They're still finding ways to hide PG so he can score a lot for him, but they still haven't figured he out played. the guard rotation. Where he the fuck played, is Terry Banks?
0: He just dropped forty points. But,
1: I mean, Reggie Jackson is balling, bro. If you want to talk about somebody
3: <laughs> but out, out. What's up, brother? Yeah, yeah, there is. James is on the way down now, yeah, yeah man,
0: yeah, yeah. The game will start till eight
3: thirty yeah
2: yep. He's questionable. I think he will play though. He has a bone bruise, but this is. Yep. I'll see you. <laughs>
0: All right, man. I'll be here. Damn. Uh, I don't think so. All right. I'll talk to you later, bro.
2: Yeah, I'm down. Just hit me up, bro. I, I'll i be free.
0: All right, man. I'll talk to
2: you. Yeah. All right. I
0: know. I just left the call and then came back. I don't Go know why this shit line keeps line. doing this shit. The internet has been fine. I fixed that, that shit weeks ago. I'm telling you exactly why. It,
1: you literally just cut <laughs> out when you said, I fixed that Jesus shit weeks Christ. ago. Yeah, once I see, like, you get the <laughs> circles on your face, and then it's gone. But I mean, like, I can just hang up and then come back to the link. But this shit is worse than the fucking Zoom. For this one, the last one didn't cut out at all, right? It is. Bro.
2: No, it didn't. I really think it's just your internet. I think you should like cut out and Zoom anything.
3: Like, but... yeah, I, the video
0: looks
1: much weird. No, it, it looks good. The video looks good. At least on my I like end. this video better. But whatever, let's just keep going. Fuck it. Yeah. God damn, that sucks.
0: Uh, the fuck, are we talking about.
1: All right.
2: Huh. Terrence man, he scored forty points and what played twenty minutes last night. I know they won, but like. Well, it's I, I don't Chris Paul cooking him. and Devin Booker was cooking
1: them. him, so they had to keep Patrick Bradley on the court, man. That's the only reason. It was.
0: Mm, yeah, guard, I guess. Uh, I mean, that's one, that's a guy you uh, can hide first. them on
1: But who, who who are we? Who are we to question Ty Lue, <laughs> the great Ty Lue, know, who got the Clippers best in the second round, fun. and Doc Rivers couldn't do it for fucking ten years. Yeah, right. Yeah,
0: nice.
2: yep. Yeah. I mean, Ty is a great coach, but. I was, I was saying this earlier, to T. I was like, I mean, who yeah. am I to question? Nate McMillan who's been coaching <laughs> the NBA twenty years. But I don't know. I played 2K. I know that. <laughs> I know that I wouldn't. Allow I mean, the same honestly, thing to if coaching as the a NBA team, was the easiest playing in the 2K. I know that.
1: Then a lot of people would be coaching in the NBA right now. You know what I'm saying? It ain't.
2: It's all about connection. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's all about like. Uh, you know, yeah. Dealing with egos and you know, grown men to buy into it. If it was all about X's and O's, nah, and you know X's, who would still Kate be in the league Jordan is uh, probably still be
1: coaching who, the Pacers. Nah, hell no. <laughs> he's still in the league. He's still coaching for Luke a second. Walton. right? Right? Didn't he? Yeah, he's the coach for the Kings.
0: Mm, is he? Let me do a quick fact check. They didn't fire
2: him after the season. <laughs> Wait a minute, if they didn't, we need to have a whole separate pod. Why haven't the Kings fired Luke Walton?
3: uh,
0: What was the dude?
2: (laughs) The Magic fired Steve Clifford. been the coach since 2019. And the the Kings still still are holding on to Luke Walton?
1: Who's the dude who coached LeBron when LeBron came back? Hey, what's Dave Yeager doing right now? No, the other guy. When LeBron came back from Miami. Mike Brown? The guy before Tadu, yeah. Oh,
2: the fucking Israeli I have No idea, guy. but that guy—he
1: uh, was—he wasn't even that bad. Dave, a coach was—he's like, like, look, LeBron, you suck. You're taking this ball out, and you're giving it to Kyrie because he can shoot better than you can. And then LeBron gets all pissed off and shit, and then hits a the game winner. That's all. That's the only way. LeBron. Yeah, David Blatt. There we go. That's the only bruh. David Blatt. All due respect to the second greatest player ever. But he only, like, is really super clutch when he's pissed off. Like, super. When he's LeBron, a pissed-off LeBron, that motherfucker is nasty. But when he's playing regular, when he's overanalyzing shit, he plays like ass. Like ass. Don't
0: you ever. This is fake, no, Larry. We're not, we're not doing, doing these. these. Okay?
2: We're not doing these. Don't you we're ever doing
1: fucking
2: these. do that shit. Don't you ever fucking do that shit. <laughs> he had to lay down <laughs> on a towel. On the
1: ground. LeBron's dude. number two, man. We ain't worried about none of that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what do you Jack think? Jack Six, Six was not the father of yep. the face-up guy. Uh, yeah. The Clippers.
1: I thought <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <How about> you <laughs> pulled to John Salley. Huh? Look, Six is but... uh, is Chris Paul gonna lose another three-one lead? <laughs> ah,
0: they're going.
2: No, <laughs> and I tell you what—if he does, I'm done being a Chris Paul fan. Like I'm off the train. If he does, I was, you know if something? he does, I was wrong about everything, Terry. <laughs> I take it all back. Because if he does lose it, it's going to be because he's doing too much of this Chris Paul shit, where he's in his own head trying to bait people into mistakes instead yeah, of trying to like, not, you're force right. them into I, mistakes I through his think own great play.
1: That the Suns will probably win in seven. But it's only because Chris Paul plays like shit for one more game. And then game seven, he actually plays well. Because he'll be back. Because you got two games of full fitness, you know? There'll be no more excuses in game seven. No more excuses for that shit. We are going back to a raucous Staples Center because apparently the Clippers have fans now.
0: I want
2: to take one more moment to... To shout out DeAndre Aiden, who we've celebrated his pod or his progress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you Look, go. His progress Literation. throughout this podcast over the course of the year. Specifically <laughs> noting in the first round how he destroyed Anthony Davis in the Lakers. He's done nothing but continue to get better and prove himself. As a trustworthy member of a championship caliber.
1: He, he's gotten a lot of recognition from
2: you. DeAndre deserves the But so kudos of to you.
1: You've done a great job in your analysis. I only like one player and one player only. Devin Booker, first team All NBA. The first team All NBA, Devin Booker. He can't Chris Ball came to Devin Booker's team. It's Devin Booker's team. Devin Booker's hurt. Team's looking like shit. Just saying. Oh Jesus. No, who was on there before all of this? Anybody on uh, four-year Suns player or like five-year Suns player? Can't be. There's no way. Because it's just Devin Booker.
2: <laughs> Hammer <laughs> Hell nah. He might be the longest-centered Jake Rowder? Nah.
1: Mm. Cam Johnson? Nah. <laughs> James Jones? Damn GM of the monsters. year. Let me sign Chris Paul. Tomisky? Let me sign Chris Paul and Jay Crowder and on the GM of the year. Fuck out of too. Devin Booker is the reason why they're great.
2: <laughs> oh, okay. He's pretty great, man. But you know, Devin Booker was scoring 70 points a game in meaningless games before CP three arrived. There's the difference between Having the talent to be able to do something and actually doing it at the highest level. And fortunately for the Suns, the NBA, and everyone who loves basketball, uh, Chris Paul has elevated them to the next level to where their games actually count. Yeah. No, I mean, so you're, you're if definitely Devin right Devin Booker that. does but drop 70,
1: pay attention. I'm being completely 100% like actually not fucking around. They're not going to win unless Booker scores like 38
0: in the
3: game.
2: If Chris Paul continues to be this hurt and limited, <laughs> I mean, I'm salivating oh if he can get through.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, look, because you know when this when through, this pod comes Trump
2: out, a hurt Chris Paul, the but game, the
1: Bucks hawks game is already going to be out. So we shall see if we're talking foolishness or are we are talking straight facts.
3: Yeah.
2: Even if we're down three one, I'm still not gonna give up. I don't give a fuck. Twenty four. They've shown me that they like they overcame eighteen point deficits, twenty six point deficits. Fucking like our best players have been yeah. out. When Trey hurt himself, the bench rallied, and we were up five when he came back in the game. Like this team won't quit, and so even if they're down three one, Giannis has got to finish. Hey, it man, shit, he gave you forty versus the Nets. What else he going tight. to do? And I, I won't count the Hawks out yet. Uh, drop also, uh, what? Suns like and six. The next.
0: <laughs> in game five. Suns and seven. Oh. Yeah. Suns and six. Hawks and six. Suns and six. Okay. Hawks and six. <laughs> yeah. You know. uh, we're saying unrealistic we'll shit. Hawks and we'll five. We'll see you in
2: the final CP three. <laughs> Hey man, whatever. Listen, let's let's take a uh, let's let's charter a PJ uh, across the ocean, real quick. Heroes. Hey, there was some exciting games games this this week. This past. Repping Italy and I'm repping England.
1: Yep. Shout out to the racism in
2: Italy, baby. Both Italy and England into the next round. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Shout out to the racism in England. Oh, oh, but before, yeah, yeah. wait a minute. Well, who who did, you, we decided, did we decide? I think it's did time you know? we do the line who do every week. Who do you want?
0: Oh, I know.
2: I know oh, where, yeah. yeah, where you're going. Go ahead. Oh, give it to decided. them. Give the people and what they it, want. It, it blends in perfect to the side. <laughs> the entire <clears> England <throat> national team and all of the fans that were in attendance. Yeah. I didn't realize I was watching the Germany game today, mm-hmm. Terry. You know I'm Irish, so I'm going to do anything
0: to <laughs> go against you.
2: Like, even though I'm wearing this shirt. God save team. our team. I got my shorts on right here.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. God save the national anthem for other countries if it's being played. Because today during the England-Jones game, let me back up. At every sporting event since 1910, the national anthem has been played. If it's an event featuring two countries, mm-hmm. then they play both national anthems mm-hmm. while both sets of fans respectfully are quiet during the other one's anthem. England, these European championships have booed every single national anthem from the opposing team while it's being played in the stadium. They booed Germany so loud that you couldn't even hear the national anthem, bro. That's incredibly disrespectful. But,
1: (laughs) like you said, you know, in your article about three weeks back, and like I was saying in my analysis before, everybody's back, man, and they don't know how to act. COVID has kept people trapped inside, and they do not know what the fuck to do. There's been more crowd storming the fields than any Euros in history. That's a big fact. You can look that up on websites. The NBA is having a problem doing it. <laughs> the NBA is having a problem with the fans being crazy, and then whoever comes back, uh, NHL. I haven't heard anything, but people are going crazy. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. People are oh just going God. a little nuts for the gonna fans. I, mean, I, look, I get it. but <laughs> at the same time,
1: chill. Just watch the game.
0: Like God.
2: People like really like people were in quarantine and isolation, and they weren't around people for a year. Yeah. And they just forgot how going to not- be around people and like have any type of decorum. Like, can you imagine if, if in the NBA Finals when the Raptors played the Warriors, if they went to the Bay, <laughs> nah, they that'd tried be so to play Canada, it was so like. <laughs> Yeah, it's wild that they're getting away with this. England, y'all have not kept it classy for quite some time. And here's time. the thing, like but even this for you, uh, yeah. like, come on, man, this is just. Here,
1: here's the thing that's funny, and look I may and be wrong. Hungary either,
2: look classy, aren't they playing
1: <laughs> at different sites, or is each group playing at one place? Did yeah, each group.
2: So they play at different sites, but the best teams in the world are only the ones who get home. Game. So,
0: so England has only been in England. The top
2: 12 teams in the world yeah. all get home, game, and nobody else does. Okay. Yeah. No, they played Scotland in Scotland. And you know what? Scotland didn't boot their national
1: anthem. <laughs> Pretty much. Even they Probably worse. England, Probably even like more. Lot, but... That is very wild that they are doing that. Now, I will say, who cares? Fuck them. Their team's not going to do shit, anyways. England has been in like three quarantines, I believe, since the pandemic has
3: happened.
1: <laughs> wait. Wait, wait, in, the, in the modern Harry era, I think he's world class. In twenty twenty one, Harry Maguire is a world class, class center.
0: Harry
2: Maguire like, <laughs> reminds me of when I ordered a refrigerator to get delivered from Lowe's, and then they wheeled it up to my driveway. Oh my God. <laughs> but, hey, That's look. what
1: Harry Maguire looks so like. Who, when he tried who do you to think is actually going to end up winning something. Something.
2: <laughs> So we watched
0: France got left. <laughs> Spain? Oh ah, well, the beginning of the tournament, I'll Italy say it again.
2: Italy next on Spain.
0: They've so even without Sergio, almost they got the best back line?
2: Midfield in the world. All they don't have is a forward.
3: Yeah,
0: true. Yeah,
2: because remember, they got uh, Laporte. They converted him from France to Spain. So, so he's
1: partnering Cal uh, yeah, Torres, who's the best uh, – That is true. Oh, God, boy, did France back. miss and, well, a good center back that can win stuff in the air?
2: perfect into their identity.
1: <laughs> <laughs> man, it's yeah, it's almost that like was, they, they whipped on that one, man. I, I think year, I think they were like a class player.
0: They stay doing that.
2: Everyone likes to just give uh, a dish uh, Yeah, low-key. but I mean they this did win the world cup win the year.
1: The they were one of finalists. I think they're finalists for the year. <laughs> Hard, dude. Uh, but you know the World Cup is hard to win. Western I'm not going to say he's not a good coach. I'm straight up. up sheet. Let's take this easy, easy, easy analysis. Club players Paul Pogba, Griezmann, uh, on certain levels, Ron. Feel like? Maybe they play like. Yeah. They play like absolute dog you know, shit Terry, for their club you're making teams and then they play for France you, and making they're a great class. Point right class. So you know what? I got to
0: give the man some credit. Yeah. There's something in the water. There's got to be something to be said to that, Terry. That, that,
2: that's a brilliant point. Uh, you know, yeah. I, I can't even dispute that because these are guys like Griezmann continues yeah. to look and like then, a difference maker for France. And from Barcelona continues yeah. to look like a youth academy player, and he It's hard to reconcile those two different France things. France, he did, even Pogba the, as he, well, like you mentioned, um,
1: yeah, when he came on, he he looked really good. Okay. Looked really good. Even Kamavinga, did you see yeah. uh, Kamavinga come I mean, come the, on? the only person I would say that kind of struck me... him and Pogba together looked
2: tremendous. <laughs> Maybe I gotta recant my statement. Maybe I was a little too quick to judge. Look, I just don't, well, I mean, listen, is, I just don't like France. Like, I'm just gonna be straight up. Like, I don't like <laughs> you. That's only one away, f away from being something different, as far as I'm concerned. And y'all had a lot of yeah. holes. I mean, but look, you, uh, what, what are we? What are we gonna sit here? And do? We're way, just gonna be like, yeah, France uh, is a, a you know they're a good team. Well,
1: they might win the World Cup. Or Are we gonna say fuck France? France sucks. And then everybody's like, oh. That's a controversial statement. France is supposed to be the number one. No, suck a dick. We never believe in France because we know who they are. Your center backs suck. And you should have signed Laporte.
0: Simple math. Your guys can't win shit in here. Yep. Yeah.
2: So Terry, you 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 have heard that. Now, who do I think is going to win seven. the joint?
1: Are you gonna rock with Italian um, all the way to the final? I don't. I don't think I ever made a prediction because I. Didn't, I really didn't care because the Euros is. It's something about the Euros that doesn't. Doesn't smell good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They don't play like the great teams don't play great. It's always like real sloppy. And then, like once you get towards the end, the teams, the great teams, still play sloppy. They never play like consistently great the whole time. It's because the other teams you're playing against are so bad that you kind of have to slop it up. But if I did have to make a prediction, I would probably say Belgium. They're looking pretty good.
3: Yeah.
2: I thought you would say Belgium. You've been re- you've been on the Belgian bandwagon, though, for like yeah. Eight I years mean, shit, ago. since, since USA should have beat Kevin De Bruyne years young ago. Cat I've been All on. these people were yeah. just
1: coming up as teenagers. Or what, six years ago, whenever it
2: was. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah. The MLS's greatest goal scorer, or top five goal scorer, or whatever.
2: God damn it, I'll never forget that shit. (laughs) Go sit on Brian Ching's lap. Hey, hey, hey. it's still Pride Month. (laughs) Get that little three-inch Asian bonus (laughs) into the back of your fucking ass. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying with my chest out, dog. <laughs> Listen, man, uh, uh, as far as Belgium goes, um, Lukaku looks like an absolute. Yeah. De Bruyne got hurt and left in, like, the 50th minute of the game. Yannick Carrasco came in and looked like he'd never played soccer before. And then yep. I looked at it's that great. back line. I'm like, wait a minute. Are y'all starting Thomas Vermolli?
0: Yeah, slow.
2: Look, they're starting Alderwild. Here's, the Here's and Vermolli together. So
1: I don't know. Who, I don't know winning. who they're, they're playing. I can look it up while I'm talking. They're not winning. But the only thing I'll say in the analysis of just watching all the Euro games: nobody plays super fast. You know, so it's not really much you got to worry about, and it seems like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but also they've scored two Five, headers. And that's the thing that Belgium isn't giving Switzerland up. They're not going to be giving around. up set-piece goals, and they're not giving up crosses like that. You heard what I said, right? I said they're not giving up set-piece goals, and they're not giving up crosses like that. They're not giving up those type of goals. And people are, can't break on them because they're having the ball in possession for majority of their games. So it's like they made a team that is cohesive to them. Like it makes sense for them. And Lukaku's playing really well. Like, he's carrying over, he's finally really, really carrying over his, like, club form into his uh, national team form. Like, he's he's playing really well. Because this year, I mean, with Enter, your boy uh, Conte, he coached him up and he's looking, he's still looking good. Because we could, like, six years ago and four years ago, when he was still scoring, like, 30 goals for his club teams, he was behind, like, Benteke. And he was fucking behind uh who's that other black dude that played for Dortmund? And then he went to Liverpool and he played for uh Crystal Palace. Muchuayi or whatever. Yeah, like he was behind these two dudes and I'm like, "Lukaku, you're better than them. What the what is going on? They used Lukaku as a superstar oh, yeah, versus versus yeah, yeah, yeah. Also
2: where is his brother? And why isn't he on the fucking team? And a defense that desperately lacks pace? You couldn't have him in as a squad member But when you notice that uh, Mbappe or I, whoever is I have in the world in I mean, if somebody with some sort of pace to put in the game?
1: I don't know, but Belgium beat one of the hottest teams. Are like they on the opposite country. sides of the bracket? Portugal Belgium was on
2: fire. I think that would be a great point. Cristiano
1: Ronaldo scored five goals. He couldn't score at all. They had twenty-three shots, right? Portugal had twenty-three shots. You know how many were actually on target?
0: Well, I mean, damn! That's, they still scored. They scored three what
1: goals the in the game. Just what just do you want me to do? <laughs> they scored two own goals in Anyways, three minutes. Portugal had twenty-three shots, but only four oh, of them were on, on themselves. Only like two of them actually looked like they could beat. Scorable goals. Belgium took advantage of the one chance that they really had, and they scored that shit. Thoron Hazard. Hey, that goal was mm, one of them points.
0: Yeah. I'm
1: not going to say goal of the tournament. The, that the, did awesome, you see the
2: goal? That was a nice hit. I love those ones that, that dip
1: away from the center. That was a nasty goal, man. I cannot believe they didn't win after that, yo. Yeah. Yeah, it was nasty.
2: Oh, yeah. I feel like the, the, the Spain own goal was yeah. well, it, it's You know what's weird this year? And it. I'm sure you probably That's haven't saw the stat, that.
1: but you know who's the top goal scorer this, uh, this uh, championship?
0: Love. Own goals. There's been nine own goals in, in the tournament, bro. Like, these, these, these defenders, bro, are oh. horrible. A lot.
2: But to your Portugal point, Terry, one thing I want to bring up that I heard commentators say throughout this tournament, <clears throat> Stuart Holden in particular, is that Cristiano Ronaldo has continued getting better with age. And this is the best we've ever seen. Like a fine wine, he keeps getting better and better. You see, Terry... Earlier in his Portugal career, Crucial Ronaldo had to be a provider and a finisher for Portugal. But now, in his older age, he can just play center forward and (laughs) let Bruno Fernandes and all these other creative players do it, and all he has to do is finish. Well, where did that get you? Zero fucking goals. I'll tell you where it got you. And what happened when Ronaldo moved out of the center into a, a wider position, immediately became more dangerous, was running at people with speed, was the, the young kid problems. or the, and, uh, and the boy boy. Uh, what's name? Mm-hmm. The other Portuguese guy who sucks ass who plays forward. Um, um, yeah. Not, not, not Joao, uh, but other young kid. i look him up. <laughs> i look him Who's <laughs> tall. I forget his name. He used to play for Juve and Pathetico. Um, Did he? Anyway. Anyways, he came in to give them a natural forward, and then they looked ten times better. So – Can we put this narrative? I don't don't know, man. It's hard to say because he scored five goals. Andre Silva is he talking about. Because he's not.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I guess.
2: Yeah, Andre Silva. Three of them were PK's Terry. And I'm talking about the team as a whole and how it functions. Like, they they look so Lack of incision and like Ronaldo, whenever he got the ball, when he was the like top person at the head of the spear, he's like super fucking direct. Like I'm just turn and shoot every time.
1: Yeah, I don't know. When it's you're it's playing hard to the say, man. Because I mean, like a lot more patience. I'm not gonna sit here and say that working like they didn't the build up play dominate Belgium. Like they dominated them. They just didn't happen to score. Like they should have beat them. They played way better than they did. But it's just that like. I don't know, like, structurally, Belgium was just able to kind of keep it together. Because, you know, like, France gave up a 3-1 lead and then ended up losing. Spain gave away a 3-1 lead with 15 minutes to go. I mean, they ended, still ended up winning the game. But, like, at the end, they didn't give up a goal, you know? there's You can always, if you're going to get hounded on with 10 minutes to go, it's one of the hardest things to do is defend that shit. It comes from me. you are, I'm a defender. dude. So you're tired of shit. There's 10 minutes to go, and they're just launching long balls up. Every single time you get the ball, they're just like, we're launching this shit, we're launching this shit. And you just get tired, and you give up a goal. Like, it's just momentum. That's how it works. It is what it is. And honestly, I got to give it up to them for defending that shit. And Portugal should have started Jao Felix. I don't know why he didn't start. That makes no sense to me.
2: I thought they got a lot of their team selections wrong. I didn't understand what Paulinho was doing in there the entire game. He contributed absolutely nothing besides yeah. two should have been red cards. Battles. Yeah, it definitely and He got was. a yellow card, understand. and then
1: it's so like the Ruben Neves didn't
2: get
1: in the game. That did start the game unless like was unless he's hurt or something part. that I don't know about. They put in Danilo or Paulina. <laughs> in like
2: Nah, and then did, was, was like, what's your name? like the,
1: the, the center, center mids, the King, like the two black guys. Were they suspended or something? William
2: and the other no. guys. No, uh, what's his like,
1: face? Carvalho or, or something. I can't remember.
2: The big black dude. They played Paulinho over him. What's his name? William or Will- Yeah, yeah, William Carvalho. Yeah, and so I mean, look, play, they should have they played, played William Carvalho, and then Renato Sanchez, Sanchez and Bruno Fernandez, play and
1: played terrific. That's your three, or unless you want to, unless you want to play Ruben Neves instead of Sanchez, but. Which would have been fine.
2: The other thing I don't understand is why is uh, Jao Moutinho playing every minute of every game, bro? Jao Moutinho is not better than Bruno Fernandez. Jao Moutinho is not better than uh, fucking uh, William Carvalho. Jao Moutinho at this point is not better than a lot of people, but he has the name credit. He should be the dude that's like, hey, if we're up 2-0... Come in in the 70th minute and let's... Yeah, the was, game that was a surprise because I watched like the first two, it, you know,
1: three full games. Starting. I watched the first two. I didn't watch the he's Germany, in Germany in game, Belgium. but John Matinho got subbed in. He got subbed into the game. I'm so surprised versus an actual... Yeah. You so, like, Exactly what you were saying. You sub in your like, what, like fifth or sixth most capped yeah. Portugal <laughs> guy. You sub him in. He's not <laughs> better than your young guys. He just isn't. I don't know what to tell you.
2: And they, they replaced semedo finally, uh after leaving semedo on an island the entire time, letting <laughs> him get fucked by it. any person who's ever set foot in Europe, just taking turns fucking tag his ass. And and like I, I gotta give Pepe some credit, his one shining moment, he came in there yeah. and he had a memorable hard foul uh ten seconds after the whistle. <laughs> Give us his signature play to remember him by in the
1: Euros. Yeah. <laughs> the, the fact that he like still starts the blew, I, I was like, I was losing I was like, that should have been a red like You went from bright white to tan as shit real quick. My <laughs> life. <laughs> but yeah, man. Hey,
2: I did just come back in the beach. You know what I'm saying?
1: But yeah, the the fact like that
2: Pepe Melanin <laughs> are you a melanin or a not? But
1: the, but the fact that Pepe still starts in Portugal, the, every hey, every Kevin defender luck, in
2: Portugal. In or out.
1: Go fuck yourself. <laughs> what are you doing? Pepe,
0: he starts.
2: <laughs> Whoever's like, there's no better second center Ruben back Diaz? than Pepe.
1: Like he is playing good for his team.
2: Okay, you said every defender in Portugal. I was oh. like, whoa. Wait a minute. No. We both know the truth. We both know the truth. There is a better second than center uh, <laughs> back. His name is Ruben Samedo. The problem is
1: yeah. he was
2: arrested. <laughs> hey, he ain't taking no shit
1: either. He ain't I can tell
2: shit. you one thing about Ruben Samedo. Yeah. He's got a nasty ball roll. Well,
1: hey look, they lost. It is what it is. <laughs> and uh,
0: Spain. Oh, hell no.
2: No, nah, I don't like their team. You want to have? We got three minutes left. You want to do two minutes on Italy? <laughs> it's, yeah, this is all I say about Italy. It's it's a cute team. <laughs> they have no blue chip like top the, ten the world. only thing I'll the say world, is or if even you don't players, out, you're not Top
1: twenty players, players so. in the world, and
2: that's pretty That's ultimately what's going they to make a good, difference for them.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, if, if you don't watch Serie A uh, soccer, though, you, you're not gonna know those guys.
2: You, I mean, if you play FIFA, you'll know their players. <laughs> but they're a bunch of good dudes. They have the like the the fucking the mellow nugget shit, where or the per, yeah. the post mellow nuggets, where it's just like we're gonna have a bunch of guys who don't suck, and everybody's pretty good, but there's yeah. nobody who's a standout. But like when Butts Let's gets tight two minutes on Ben Simmons or whatever, sometimes you need a dude who did you hear about his decision? the finish line and say, I got this. And I don't think they had that dude. Did you? Wow. Yes. In fact, I sent it to you this morning as soon as I saw it. Yeah, that was the first thing I sent you when I woke up this morning. That Ben Simmons is not going to be participating in the Olympics. He's not going to be taking the challenge like Terry suggested. He's not going to be seeing if he can work his jumper in uh, into game situations in a less stressful environment. He's not going to see if he can be the number one banana on a team that relies on Mm -hmm. him. He's going to shy away. He's going to go play some Call of Duty. He's going to get in the (laughs) hard Probably get off a couple times and come back in nine months and go right back and not shooting
1: jumpers. I think this is is a mistake. (laughs) This is a mistake, man. You should have played, bro. You have a. This team is decent enough for you to showcase your skills. You got, what, six NBA players on the team?
0: Something like that? (laughs) Nah, it's
1: too late. He already played. But I just don't understand it. Like, what are you going to do that you haven't done in these summers before? You always work on your three point shots, you always play pickup games and you shoot threes and you shoot jumpers. You always shoot fucking 500 free throws a day. But if you don't do it in an actual game setting in which these games are important. Don't you love Australia? This is a This is disrespect, bro. This is blatant disrespect to Australia.
2: But this, but this yeah. is the thing about Ben Simmons, he's made it abundantly clear since he was in high school. He don't give a fuck about anything besides Ben Simmons. He don't care about winning, he don't care about competing. When LSU got invited to the NIT, Ben Simmons had them say, no, we're not going. What he's not going to do is take the challenge like you suggested, Terry. What he's not going to do is work on his jumper. What he's not going to do is try to play against better competition. What he's not going to do is test out skills that he's uncomfortable with in a game environment with less high stakes. What he's not going to do is rise to the challenge and represent his country and try to fly odds. What he's not going to do is put the team on his back. And what we've seen from Ben Simmons is this is 100% in line with everything that he showed us. Amen, brother. LSU, you said it right, man. Didn't make the NCAA tournament. I just don't understand it, bro. There is no to the NIT amount in decline.
1: of pickup that you can assemble that is going to be good this summer. Every single, not every single, but 98% of the greatest basketball players in the world are going to be in Tokyo for the Olympics. There's no other players for you to show on a completely different team. You don't even have to get traded. You're literally getting the same exact salary and you're playing for a team full of smart players. Joe Ingles is a smart player. Patty Mills, smart-ass player. And then who's the other Australian dude that I'm blanking on? Nelva smart, but he sucks. Uh, and, I, and I think Aaron Baines, another good player. Nelva uh, Dova. Is Matthias? I think Matthias Stiebel is Australian, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. Aaron Baines? But anyways, yeah. Matthias. Matthias Stiebel is Australian as well. You have an opportunity to play with one of your teammates. Oh, he does look like and a you can play with. is a really, really smart <laughs> player. I'll just say that. It's a good team. Patty Mills is good. I just don't understand why you don't want to play. Like, it makes no sense. What I just said is true as fuck. You can play pickup with fucking Russell Westbrook and James Harden this this uh, summer if you want to. But it's going to be stupid. It's a waste of time. Like, I saw him play pickup last year with Joakim Noah.
2: You think just by hitting a three in the Drew League that you're going to fucking yeah. impress me, bro? Are you kidding me? But this is the one I'll end this on, Terry, because you know this more than anything. This is what drives me absolutely fucking nuts. People who don't love the game. I can't say whether Ben Simmons doesn't love the game because I'm not in his head. But to an outsider, this is the second basketball tournament that you've declined it's, to participate is, You know,
1: you're right. In front of a worldwide You are right. State. In. That you How much say you, you actually question love? Basketball? someone's love for the game, but if you continue to make decisions in which it looks like you don't love the game, then I think that we can actually make an analysis because you keep doing it publicly, you know, you, you're doing it publicly, you didn't want to play in the NIT, like the fucking NIT, you don't want to play for your
0: country, bro.
2: You don't want to ever develop a jump shot when you're like the most athletic point guard who ever fucking played. Like, yeah. if we're gonna, the only reason we don't call Ben Simmons a point guard is because he can't shoot and make free throws. If he could shoot and make free throws, we'd call him a fucking point guard. Yeah. And if we did call him a point guard, we'd acknowledge that he's even more athletic than Russell Westbrook, who everyone yeah. admits is the most athletic point guard of all time. Here's the, so la- here's the last Simmons. thing I'll say, and then we can go You're a jump shot away who's from the best being the, player the most in basketball athletic right now? point guard of all time. But if you want to play fucking Fortnite,
1: who's the second best player in basketball right now? Who's the third best uh, player in basketball Joe right Ronald now? B. And who's the fourth best player in basketball right now? Nikola Jokic. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and shit, he's probably
0: playing for his national team too. <laughs>
1: I mean, I'm just saying, pop. like, if Kevin <laughs> is going to play for America and he's already proven He is! He is! Won two chips with the greatest basketball team in NBA Off, history killing, He has nothing to prove Kevin has nothing at all, in all minutes, to prove he You have in everything out? in the world to prove Everything in the world to prove, man And you're just going to throw it away Fuck it. I'm out on Ben. I'm out I mean, I'm, I've been out on Ben. <laughs> I've
2: been out on Ben. Mm-hmm. I always loved him as a defender, but the mentality, yeah, that's sure. not a leader, that's not a winner. That's a dude, not only does he shrink away from the biggest moments, he doesn't even want to be a participant.
0: Yeah.
2: I don't I think he would've, Doc would have done him a favor if he had benched him in yeah. Game 7 for Sheikh Milton yeah. or one of these other guys, because he didn't want to be out there. And he proved it that he doesn't want to be out there again by not going to the Olympics. So you know what, Ben? Enjoy <laughs> well, being like. now the, we're just going to shift our the expectations on Ben Simmons. The, the fucking life no longer a great player. It's just mine. a player.
1: Congratulations! No
2: more, no, no star
1: He's just a great defender until, now. I mean, how many years no, has he been in no, the league now? No, three?
2: until he makes this the three his fifth playoffs, he'll never be an All-Star for me. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, man. That look, right. We're on the same boat.
2: And he didn't even win Rookie of the Year this year. <laughs>
3: yep.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, Matt, it's been another classic addition um, to all of our subscribers. Please make sure you hit that like button right underneath our video. For anyone who is not yet subscribed, please hit subscribe uh, so that eventually <laughs> we can get paid and I won't have to keep applying to part time jobs. Yep. Specific sales for fucking MLS team <laughs> check out our website at www.thospod.com my article on Paul George hey. <laughs> I got another article coming on Wednesday for you as always check out the Instagram we got yeah. the clips we got Terry's misery we got uh, we got a clip one from this uh, where we're uh talking shit about uh England.
1: Wherever you so, find the right podcast is wherever Spotify, you can find Podcasts, our podcast.
2: Google Play, fucking Twitter, <laughs> YouTube. Yeah, man. I feel like Mark Jackson <laughs> right now. White, green, man, orange, red, fuchsia, purple, brown. God <laughs> damn. Hey,
1: man. We got nothing. North Mama. Carolina continues to stand up. And you thank you for man stepping again. Across the line with us for another week. <laughs> Peace.
2: Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to our podcast this evening. Thank you, thank you. You're far too kind.